Next time I do it, I should just do a really like sexy voice. Like, hey, real, real low. this is Dylan Ullman. Megan, no. <laughs> this is D Y B E after dark. <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to Did You Bring Earplugs, a tipsy musical misadventure. I'm Julian Suga. I'm Michael Roanhouse. I'm Sasha Otto. I'm Jillian Van Overbeck. And today we are discussing boozy bops. But before I get into that, I wanted to start this episode a little differently, guys. I wanted to do do a, a tiny, tiny little bit of a warm up <laughs> with a, a random little question that that popped into my head, uh, just to just to get those those you know those vocal grease. No, what? Anyway, uh, so my random question for you all today is: If you had to cancel a genre of music, which one would you cancel? And ooh, I, and this ooh. isn't like this isn't like cancel culture cancel. You could just basically expunge a genre of music from the face of the earth. Ooh, I know exactly what I would cancel. Jillian, take us away. Um, to quote the Raven and or Phoebe Bridgers. Never more. An America first rap country song, Ooh. that genre, that can just yeah. kick rocks. Yep, yep. I, yeah. the, the like the cloyingly patriotic, like yes. just just hit this bullet point list of of like Americana terms, and you mm-hmm. have a, a hit yeah. Americana country song, pop country yeah. song on your hands. Like if Toby Keith signed you, it's time to go. <laughs> like if you're a contemporary of his. Let's not let the ink dry on that deal. Let's just hit it. Uh, you know, on that note, there's no commercials that I find more annoying and less entertaining than those. Are they all state commercials or something? The ones with uh, oh, one of the with Mannings. Brad Paisley? Yeah, Brad Paisley and, and a football player, I think. I, I yeah. hate them so much. Like, never for a second do yeah. I believe that those guys are actual friends. Um <laughs> Yeah, they they really yeah. they really really annoy me. Mike, yep. Sasha, any feelings on this this query? Yeah, I I agree with that genre. I feel like any like rap country shit like remember like Kid Rock or yeah yeah really any, like really mainstream country like a lot of the top forty quote unquote mm-hmm. some of it is really bad like just the like I don't know. What's like? What's a example? That Jason Aldean guy, like stuff like that. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll... Basically, any racist country artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go sort of on that note, uh, and and I know I know that with with this cancellation, it, there there might it might take some good ones with them too, but just like like white guy acoustic guitar singer songwriters like i just don't want any more jason mrazes to to come around you know like Mm -hmm. overly overly sincere like uh um oh what okay who sings the song and and reed and i have talked about this many many times but the song that's like i'm gonna marry her anyway oh what is that song I don't know who sings that. Yeah, and and like mm-hmm. it, it even dabbles in a little like 
Calypso and reggae vibe. And it's like, no, 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 no. You should have taken that out. out it's not Jason Mraz? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It could be. No, it's not. It's it's Mason Jaraz. Oh. No, I don't, I don't oh, I was like, wait, that's very similar. And I was like, wait, you missed the joke. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that would be my cancel. And look, I, like I know, I know it's it's gonna take some good ones with them, but I just I, I can't. I yeah, just, I can't do another one. There is a few good ones out there for sure, but I agree. The overly sincere yes. ones are like yes. Or we're a little, we're a little laggy. Mm. Okay. Ooh, huh? We're not. So laggy now. Are we still laggy? Uh, better. Go. Okay. I don't think this is a genre of music yet, but I just want to preemptively cancel <laughs> it, and that would be pol- polka core. I don't know if, but you know, polka never music. experiment with that. Polka core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Polka is <laughs> pretty aggressive already. <laughs> Unfortunately, that sounds like a genre I'd be very interested in. Imagine Mike, I, I think no, you might I have. Some polka's fun, but. Yeah, you might have planted a seed in Jillian's brain that. But... Honestly, I don't think my ancestors will allow it. Um, but <laughs> if if it did exist, I would need to at least investigate. And become its yeah. number one pro- number one proponent and fan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like it, it would be the Brooklyn Nine Nine ska meme, but instead of ska, it would be polka core. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, R.I.P. Those genres of music. Um, would that they could have been better? But today, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about boozy bops, song our favorite songs about alcoholic beverages, about or involving or you know, significantly referencing. Just so- songs with songs with some booze in it, so- mm-hmm. you know, songs that are that are twenty one and over. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell us about your boozy bop? Yeah, so uh, my pick is "Too Drunk to Fuck" by Jello Biafra slash Dead Kennedys. This song is really loud, aggressive, and um, fast. It's really just about a time that Jello was too drunk to take a someone home from the bar and do the deed. Um, the first time I heard the song was in uh, my sister's car, actually. She had a cassette tape of it, and uh, I don't know why, but that song, whenever it came on, we always thought it was a funny song and entertaining and catchy. And uh, so that cassette, she ended up taking out with her, like, out to Colorado. And the first time I visited her, we dug that cassette out and played that. <laughs> and uh, it was it was high energy. So it's a good road song for some reason. Don't ask me why. Yeah. It's also, it's a it's a funny song to to share such a sweet, you know, bond with your sister over. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. I would say I guess an inappropriate song, but it's ah, funny nonetheless. You know, yeah. So so is is that is that has Jello talked about that? Like that's that's the actual um, story behind the song. Yeah, yeah, just briefly an interview. But yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, boy, I don't want to ask the obvious question here, so um, <laughs> I will ask. Oh, oh, I will ask this, Mike. Have you ever been uh, too drunk to to do something? You know, not necessarily the the title of the song, but have you ever been so drunk that you went to, you know, I don't know, make a quesadilla and you're just like, can't do it. Too drunk to quesadilla. Yeah, probably a handful of times. Yeah, I've seen it sometimes. <laughs> seen it a few times. Sasha, what, what, what have you witnessed? What, what, what have you witnessed him attempt to try to do and, and just never, never happened? You kept, I think that one time when you came home from that party, you couldn't get through the door like you couldn't get into the doorway get the keys in there you just couldn't get through like you kept trying to step through the threshold and you were like you kept stumbling backwards holding on to the door again like i can't stand stand." yeah i don't remember and for the listeners and for the listeners mike is a slender man you know you can fit you can fit three mics in a doorway (laughs) easy I'd reckon four mics through a door. Right here. <laughs> how, how wide would you say that doorway is? About four mics wide. I've only ever I've only ever measured doorways by how many like a mic to door ratio, and mm-hmm. all the ones in my home are about five mics long. So. Wow, someone lives in the lap of luxury. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, it's four. you know, screw the metric system. I I, I ascribe to the mic system. <laughs> the the Roan House measurements. Um, <laughs> all righty well mike anything else you want to say about uh too drunk to fuck a song title that makes me uncomfortable to say uh no i would say just go listen to dead kennedy's even the b-side album is really good like surprisingly good for yeah. a b-side yeah uh yeah their cover of uh viva las vegas is one of my favorites super fun um cool sasha why don't you tell us about your boozy bop Okay, so I actually have two boozy bops. Yeah, two boozy. I picked two very different songs about alcohol. Um, like the energy of the music, the style, lyrically, everything. It's just like it couldn't be more different. Um, so my first song is a song called "The Slow Descent into Alcoholism" by the New Pornographers. Um, I have talked about this band many times, but they're my favorite band, so I don't give a fuck. Um, So this comes from their debut album um, called Mass Romantic, which was released in 2000. So this album is over 20 years old. Feel old, Um, yeah. old, 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 old. Um, Not that old, but um, yeah. So the band is very much like a power pop band. and a lot of their songs have just like a really great poppy hook. And this one does especially. Um, 
the song is really bouncy and it sounds like a happy song on the surface. And honestly, it kind of is. It does talk about sort of being an alcoholic, but with sort of a fun spin. Um, like essentially the song is saying like, even though he uses alcohol to treat his problems, they obviously do not go away, mm -hmm. which is a thing we all know about, you know, yep. drugs and alcohol and all that. Um, but sometimes still being super drunk is really fun. Um, like the chorus says like, my slow, my slow descent into alcoholism went like this, something like this song. Hmm. And it, like, if you hear the song, it's a very bouncy, fun pop song. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like, these days, like a lot of songs about alcohol are fun dance songs. Um, um, so kind of goes with the times. Um, yeah. And that, the, that's, it's a bit of a, a trademark ahead. for the new pornographers, right? Is, uh, is like upbeat sort of, you know, like really propulsive uh, instrumentation mm -hmm. and sort of um, like very introspective or, or more meditative lyrics. Totally. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot to think about when you hear these these lyrics sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, just in general, this song is really fun. Um, they're, I love their harmonies as always, and yeah, it's just a, it's a really great like in general. This album is a really great debut album. Um, they have a lot of other really great bouncy pop songs, but this is definitely one of my favorites. So yeah, a, a, a random song <clears throat> from that album yeah. came, came on a um, just a like a random Spotify playlist recently, and. Uh, <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I've had this moment twice in the past week and it always makes me feel like an idiot, but I'm like, Ooh, who is this? You know, who, who is this probably, you know, like little listen to gem, this little like diamond in the rough that I've found. And then in this case, it was new pornographers. In the other case, it was Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> uh, so I'm a big idiot. Yeah, that happened. That shit happens to me too all the time. Um, but yeah, that's my first song. And my second song is Drunken Love by Beyonce ooh, ooh, featuring ooh. Daisy. Um, what really do I need to say about this song that hasn't already been said? I mean, I think um, just, I think, I think one word, you know, sums it up. Um, a mate, Bob. <laughs> well, I was thinking Bob. surfboard, but yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really, it just, it brought us the grain on that wood, you know, my, yeah. <laughs> in my eyes, it's like. She, it could be a sex thing, but it could also just be that she just loves cleaning surfboards. Like she loves getting that wood. Like that's important. That's an important note. No one has given her the benefit of that yeah. doubt. <laughs> yeah. And the video yeah. is on the beach, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it is. And, and exactly. I, and I have to imagine that like the process of, you know, washing, waxing, sealing mm -hmm. a surfboard mm -hmm. is probably very, very meditative, very, very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm hours and hours on that thing um but yeah i mean it's just like it's such a fun fucking horny song and <laughs> it's just so it's just like 
yeah it's just one of those songs you hear you can't help but dance to yeah it, it is it's just like the quintessential like hip-hop song um great beat great i love the lyrics too i don't know i just really do um they're just so raunchy and it's fun um yeah i just love her voice i love beyonce will die for her etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> yeah uh well said. if the surfboard were like a sexual move do you think it would like do you think it would involve going from a horizontal position to a standing position just like as quickly as possible like if you've ever taken a surf lesson set lesson they tell you to pop up it's always yeah. pop up um yes so yeah I, I feel like you know pretty high potential for 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 injury yeah that's what i was thinking too Honestly, I think about it more in like the sitting position where you're like paddling out to get the wave and there's very little movement. It's pretty probably a very inclusive move. Okay. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, like adaptable. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a lot of like okay. a lot of like like a sort of a like a, a water mo- you know, just like you're yeah. bo- like you're bobbing in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's a lot more placid than what I was imagining. <laughs> wow, imagine fucking on a surfboard in the water. That's crazy. Oof. Yeah, uh, I mean, you you would need really Dangerous. real good balance, and either a mm-hmm. huge surfboard or two tiny people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, don't read into any of what anyone just said, listener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any final words you would like to leave us, Sasha, uh, regarding drunk in love and or uh, uh, my slow? What is it? My slow descent into alcoholism. The slow, yeah, the slow descent into alcoholism. Um, listen to them both. Yeah, yeah. One right after the other. Tell him, Sasha. <laughs> One right after the other, and then and then again, like make it like an A yeah. B B A type thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Um, let's see. I only have one song to talk about, so I'm gonna go next, and that song is "Massive Nights" by The Hold Steady. Sasha talking about the new pornographers. I too have talked about the whole study probably too much. Um, this is off of their 2006 <laughs> album called boys and girls in America. Um, yeah. You know, I try to not do this so much, but uh, there is a passage from the pitchfork review that is just too on point. Uh, and that passage is, <clears throat> uh, Although the characters in the Hold Steady's beery tales are big drinkers, you can't imagine many of them bellied up to a bar. That sort of drinking, introspective, sometimes done alone indoors, is the antithesis of the imbibing in Hold Steady songs. These characters are drinking at apartment parties, at festivals, in fields, in cars. Uh, They're not reflective or nostalgic, and when frequent Finn heroine Holly is contemplating the past, it's with regret that she can no longer get as high as she used to. Uh, And that's, uh, you know, the the Hold Steady uh, covers a lot of different aspects of of, uh, substance and addiction and things like that. But this song in particular is pretty unequivocally celebratory. Um, It somehow uh, manages to capture the feeling of uh, a really epic night out. And I hate the word epic, but that's just how the song feels. Um, 
and uh, it's just it's it's the it, the 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 feeling of the song is the feeling that you get at the end of a night when you, you get home from a bar or a party and you kick your shoes off and you you sink into the couch and you just you feel like somehow you've accomplished something even though you've accomplished nothing more than you know socializing successfully but it still feels like uh you know like you like you've been through something um I don't know. Sometimes socializing wears me out, so oh, I kind of understand that, you know. No, yeah, for sure. I, I, I think uh, there, there are probably a few introverts on this call, and 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 certainly mm-hmm. I, I am one as well. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it can still it, after after a, a good night out, you, you're usually left feeling feeling pretty good, a little buzzy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think this this song uh, for a while was sort of a hallmark of theirs, um, a, a brand, if you will. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit of rose colored glasses, uh, you know, um, in terms of mm-hmm. retrospection, but, um, just a really fun song all around. Um, it also sort of gets into the, some of the like details of social dynamics, um, uh, talking about, you know, some guys might get a little bit uptight sometimes, like there's usually a fight and, and th- this song specifically is talking about how, you know, none of, none of those negatives occurred. Everyone was getting along. Um, just a, just a, just a fun song, a, a fun song to, to take your, your, your friend's arm in arm in and, and sing along to, um, under some yeah. influence. Julian, is that songs. one of your favorite songs of the hold study or is it just like, is it one of your top favorite songs from them in general, or is it just the most boozy of them? Uh, I mean, quite a few songs from the hold steady are boozy. Um, it, it, but, uh, this, this song spe- or this album specifically is my favorite. And, mm. uh, there's sort of not a, not a slouch of a track on the album. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite songs absolutely by the hold steady, but I like the, I like the tone. Got um, it. And, uh, I wanted to talk about a fun, positive song. Um, cause there were definitely, uh, the, the other song that actually occurred to me a little bit late in the decision process was uh, drunk drivers, uh, stroke killer whales. I, I literally was thinking the same thing today. <laughs> I like, it came up on like one of my daily mixes or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, Sasha, I, had, I had the same reaction and it wasn't even that song. It was a, it was a song from his most recent album. And then I remembered mm-hmm. the, the existence of that song. And yeah, I had an oh fuck moment as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that, that song is definitely more somber. Um, still a good yeah. song, still a rocking song. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I decided to stick with this one. And just uh, one, one little story from when I saw them uh, during their tour for Boys and Girls in America. There's a, there's a line in the song that says, uh, we kissed in your car and we drank from your purse. And he, you know, he either in the moment just mixed up the lyrics or something. And he said, we drank in your car and we kissed in your purse. And he made this expression like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then just, you know, went on with the song. It was, it was, a, it was a funny Some moment of, of humility. Good old Craig Finn. So yeah, that's Massive Nights by The Hold Steady. And nice. Jillian, I think it's yeah. your turn to wrap up our discussion of boozy bops. I'd love to, and so would my dog if you can hear her. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, where was I? <laughs> um, okay, so I've got two as well. Um, the first one is going to be no surprise to anyone. Um, 
it is a thousand percent um pints of guinness make you strong from against me This song, mm, it's from Reinventing Axl Rose, which is their debut full length um, on Fat Records, which if you met me as like a 13-year-old, I basically only listened to artists that were signed to Fat Records. Um, You're a big Screeching Weasel fan? (laughs) No, somehow that one missed me. Um, but I obviously love against me and reinventing is like a perfect debut. Um, Laura Jane Grace wrote a million incredible songs for this album. Um, but pints of Guinness specifically, um, is played worldwide on the most holiest of days, which is, you know, usually March 17th. Mm-hmm. Is that always, is March 17th always St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. I'm making that up. Yeah, it is. Okay, thank you, Sasha. <laughs> I, I love my Irish people. Okay. Yep. <laughs> my favorite Irish person was born on born on St. Patrick's Day. Really? He was, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll, we'll leave it to the listeners to to do that research. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and or explore our back catalog where she talks about him quite a bit. Constantly. <laughs> one one might say constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too much? No. No, no, no. such thing as too much. <laughs> because the same exact thing could be said for me talking about Lord Drain Grace and Against Me. Oh, we we, um, we all we all have our bailiwicks. But I love them and I love that song. It's always like, oh God, when you see Against Me Live, whenever they play that, it's usually near the end. Mm. Or, you know, sometimes they'll stick it in the middle after like a new song or something like that to spice things up. But it's like a rager when that plays oh god i like every single time i've seen them live that they've played that and walking is still honest is probably top three for me um whenever they play that song if i'm not already in the pit i can't tell you how many (laughs) ex-boyfriends have held my purse and like anything like my drink and i just like run and dive into the crowd like oh (laughs) great memories of deserting loved ones, but, <laughs> um, but it was, it was all worth it. They were good sports. Um, but yeah, <laughs> love, love, love that song. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect it's, off of a perfect vis- album um, vis- from a perfect band. It's, it's, I mean, just the opening drum, like drum beat is, yeah. is just so it's like, it's like kindling. Exactly. <sighs> One minute. <laughs> Maggie agrees. <laughs> I'm dying to know what Jillian's saying. <laughs> it's a stern talking to. She, she's a very good girl, but she needs repetition. So if you say like, if you have to say go to bed once, you have to say it like 15 times for her to do it, sure. and you just have to keep saying it until she does it. But um, she is in bed now, so. Good. Um, oh. Yeah. 
She's a sleepy girl. We went on a long walk yesterday. Okay. Um, <laughs> my second boozy song is a lot less peppy. Um, it is called uh, I Wish I Was Sober by Frightened Rabbit. And this song is off of the album Painting of a Panic Attack, um, which was met with mixed reviews. I know a lot of people, like the diehards from the beginning, um, love their like earlier albums, which is so it's easy to love those. Those yeah. are perfect records. Yeah. Um, but I actually really love Painting of a Panic Attack. There are really beautiful songs on it, um, including this one. Mm -hmm. Um, and lyrically it's, it's gorgeous and it's so honest, but it's just, um, him talking about wanting to be sober so that he could actually face the things that he needs to face in his life. Some of my favorite lyrics are like in this, like one of them, my love, you should know the best of me left hours ago. Like there's once you're that far in like that many drinks in, like you are not going to be any kind of a real version of yourself and anything that you could maybe address is not going to be in a good way, you know? Um, but there's just like a lot of really good hidden gems in that song. And I really, really, really love it. Yeah. It, and uh, you, we, we talked about uh, our distaste for uh, uh, excessive sincerity at the top of the episode. And uh, I think uh, it's Scott Hutchinson. Scott Hutchinson. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. He, he balances sincerity with you know a bit of darkness a lot of darkness mm -hmm. um and it yeah and it helps temper that um and so so to to address something that we were, we were texting about on our group thread earlier I, I i my issue with this song and this album is the same thing that I, the same uh thing that's sort of i'm 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 butting up against with jillian baker julian baker's new album mm -hmm. um which is i feel that the the amped up production uh, uh, butts up against the the lyrical content and 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 their voice, um, you know, mm -hmm. both, both of their voices, where yeah. um, I, I feel like it, it overshadows in certain cases. Um, I mean, I, I enjoy both albums. I, I listened to a bit of, right. of this Right and Rabbit album that I'd re really never gotten into, and and they just they're great songwriters and and mm -hmm. obviously great yeah. great lyric writers, both of them, both Scott Hutchinson and, and Julian Baker. Um, but I feel like it's yeah, it's a, maybe a little it, 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 for me, it gets in the way a little bit. So I actually I like did a deep dive um, in Fright and Rabbit, obviously. Um, well, I was already a fan, but when everything happened in 2018, it was really devastating. Yeah. And like, I listened and watched every single interview that was available on YouTube. And honestly, um, Painting of a Panic Attack came out in 2016. Mm -hmm. And then, um, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. And that happened in 2018. So this was his last album with Frightened Rabbit. And it seemed like they were really like, 
gaining traction. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can see how closely related they are to the national and that's how they met Aaron Dessner because they uh, opened for the national and Aaron right. Dessner produced this album, produced painting mm-hmm. of a panic attack. Um, and in one of the interviews I watched with Scott Hutchison, um, he said, and it's like, honestly, like a painful thing to listen to. There's like regret where he just basically says like, yeah, I should have been a little bit more firm because it sounds more like a national album than it sounds like a, wow. Yeah. Um, wow. And I can't believe he's such a nice guy and he didn't say this in a mean way at no, all. Yeah. It's more him getting on himself than getting on Aaron Dessner at all. Um, yeah. because Aaron Dessner can't help, but produce the way that he produces, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, and he probably heard Frightened Rabbit for an entire tour and was like, oh, my God, these guys are incredible. I would love to see what I can do with them, you know, but he's not a one trick pony. He just does what he does really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but so does Frightened Rabbit. And there was like an element of that that I'm sure they wanted to keep and they let Aaron have the reins a little bit too hard. Hmm. So I, I know a lot of people who feel that way, um, but I still appreciate it lyrically and i honestly don't mind the overproduction because it has you know a little bit of diversity in the um in the discography for them yeah but, yeah no and and it's 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 yeah. so easy to 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 feel out the 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 core of each song you know even beyond the the production yeah. um right right yeah yeah no and and i i i I was so into midnight organ fight. Um, to, like I was, yes. I was, I was myopic about that album. Like that was, that was it yes. for a while. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So good. Yeah. It's incredible. So sad. All right. Peace Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was devastating. Yeah. Yeah. That one hurt. <sighs> All right. Jillian, anything else you want to say about pints of Guinness or, Shit, I forgot the song. Got uh, what was that song? I uh, wish I was sober. I wish I was sober. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Love them both. All Thanks right. for making them. Um, let's see. Should I do the review thing now or at the end? Mm, I kind of want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, folks, this week, uh, no emails or letters to share with you, but we do have a five. Star review uh, from, uh, uh, let's see, uh, hang on, let me pull up, let's see if it shows who it's from. We do have <laughs> a five-star review from user Mile High Mish through Apple Podcasts. Please review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. You know we deserve it. Um, we do. Yeah. Uh <laughs> And per my promise made for the last two episodes, I'm going to sing the content of this five-star review. And uh, as you'll see once I get into it, um, this, uh, this review is written from the perspective of listening to a bunch of episodes on a very long road trip. Um, so I will be singing it to the tune of Hit the Road Jack. <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> this is higher stakes than I thought it would be. <laughs> I apologize in advance for what's about to happen. Uh, here we go. One, two, three. 
D-Y-B-E -E brings all the feels, found myself belting out the songs that put ants in your pants on a 14-hour road trip. And wanted to pull over and dance off I-80. The hosts keep you entertained from start to finish marrying. Comedic genius and intellectual reviews of everything from your favorite thumbnail jams to major motion picture scores, definitely. One of them, what, what I look forward to tuning in each week with new, oh, I'm, I'm fucking it up, uh, to tuning in with each new release. That's the end of the review, and I'm not going to sing anymore. Thank you very much, Mile Yay. High all uh, right and uh every episode on every episode of did you bring earplugs we make a couple recommendations in a little segment we like to call songs for your week uh let's go in the same exact ding ding order mike what is your song for our listeners week oh geez i don't know how i can follow that song i, know. I, I just don't know um <laughs> So my song for the week, uh, a song for your week is, sorry. What are you doing? How did I mix it up here? Right here? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I'm going to do that one. So yeah, my song for your week is Pay Your Way in Pain by St. Vincent. Oh, I went to the store. I was feeling kind of hungry, but didn't have the money and the shelves were all empty, so I went to the um it's a new single that just came out uh it's incredibly catchy there's a lot of synth and voice layering uh which kind of emphasizes the hooks in the chorus um, if you've heard any of her other albums, it uh, sounds like that, but just a catchier and more refined synth song of St. Vincent's. Yeah, it's good. Makes me excited for the new album. It feels like it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, yes, it wasn't it 2017? Yeah, Mass Seduction felt, feels awesome. like forever ago. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been going back and listening to a bunch of, bunch of St. Vincent uh, when this after the single dropped, and yeah, very excited. Yeah. Hell yeah. Alrighty. Sasha, your song for the week. Well, my song for the week is Be Sweet by Japanese Breakfast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Another new <laughs> release song. Like, really, where do I begin with this? Like, I know we all love this song. It's just like, so fun, literally so sweet. Um, I, I really love the popular song, sound too. Like, and 
I gotta say Michelle's voice fits with it like so well um yeah it's just it's it's and I just I get and also just love the aesthetic of of this album cycle um Mm -hmm. gosh I'm I'm so excited for this new album I think it's gonna be so good it's gonna be incredible Um, yeah I I don't know like who she's a branding mastermind is 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 all I'm gonna say she really is it's like she just I think she just has she just has a great aesthetic she has a great like she it seems like she has a really great like creative um support system Mm -hmm. for I don't know or network like it just seems like she knows a lot of amazing artists and directors and like photographers and just like man I it's it's great um yeah and I think this song is produced or like co-produced by the guy from Wild Nothing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, I didn't know that. Like, oh, okay, okay, and I can kind of hear that. Um, it's just like God, it's just like such a pure and sweet song. Um, the video is also fantastic. Um, yeah, I think this is gonna be her year. Like, she has her book coming out too. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd love to see this get like Punisher level recognition. Yeah. It it it, it feels like possible. the time for it. Twenty twenty felt like the year for Punisher. Twenty twenty one feels like mm-hmm. feels like uh, yeah, maybe it's like a l- little optimism. And what an incredible thing for that to get that kind of a praise, which it it will deserve. But she's got two incredible albums before that too. Like yeah. to hear to have someone get into Jay Brecky by hearing um, like the new album and then finding psycho pump and yeah. being like yeah. wait a second you know yeah. yeah what a joy yeah 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 truly mm-hmm. yeah uh, um it's it's interesting because like her her vocals have always been kind of low in the mix um like especially for psycho pump mm-hmm. like with a couple of exceptions but um e- even on you know soft sounds um it felt like not that she wasn't assertive with her voice, but I, th- I think she wanted it to be like to really coexist with sort of like the sonic landscape that she was mm-hmm. painting. Cause that, that, that album was like very ethereal at times. Um, yep. But this one is definitely more vocal forward. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I, and I think that lends itself to it's, it's more like, like pop sensibility. Totally. Yeah. 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 And that music, and yeah, go out there and, and watch that ding dang music video. Cause it's, it's just, the ding dang music it's, just video. it's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, cool. Um, uh, anything else to say on that song, Sasha? Listen to it. Yes. Uh, my song for your week is called offense and it's by little Sims. I've been exhausted. No, I think I need a tour break. Little Sims is a UK MC. Um, she's pretty young and has like a bunch of albums. Um, she's great. Uh, the song is, it's the lead, uh, not the lead single. Uh, it's the lead track off of her 2019 album, gray area or gray area because gray is all caps. Um, it's, 
it's the production is uh in a word zany uh there's uh there's a measure a couple measures in the middle that use like cartoon sound effects um in really really interesting fun ways um she she's very assertive um uh, this is this is sort of a, a a brag track um i i just i think she's she's really interesting really uh really uh what can i say about her um yeah i don't know i i just i would check it out if you're into like grungier hip-hop um and if you like hearing a a an, an mc's accent come in uh come through in their performance Ooh. um you can definitely hear it in hers uh yeah offense by little sims with a z cool mm. yeah um, my song for your week is called I'm Enough by Oscar Scheller featuring Katie Kevin from Muna. And Moon is one of my favorite bands ever. It's they're perfect. And um, they were posting about um, how she was featured on this song, and it actually took me a couple of weeks to listen to it. Um, but it's really, really good. Um, I really hadn't listened to a ton of Oscar Scheller yet either, but he's kind of an indie pop sort of boy, so I'll probably like him quite a bit um, because I really like this song, and it's like not um i don't know sometimes like when you see that an artist you like is featured on a song and you like keep waiting and waiting and waiting for them to show up and it's very insignificant it's not like that at all it's like half of the lyrics are sung by oscar and half of them are sung by katie which i really really like um and it's like a really positive song about like reminding yourself that you're enough when you're questioning if you deserve good things in your life so really really good highly recommend Nice. Sounds life affirming. Yes. Yeah. No. That 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 uh, dynamic that you described, Jillian, was a little bit my experience uh, listening to Janelle Monae's "Pink" for the first time, because mm-hmm. it says "Pink" featuring Grimes, mm. and I was like, "I can't." Uh, what? And then it's like, it's like, no, she's like way, way, way in the background. Um, yeah. But probably for the better, because that song is really good. Uh, folks, that's gonna do it for this episode of Did You Bring Earplugs? Our theme as always is brought to you by Josh Stanley of the band Modaf. You can listen to their music uh, at M-O-D-A-F-F dot bandcamp dot com Once again, I will make a solemn vow here and now that uh, any five star reviews on Apple Podcasts I will sing on air. (laughs) Is it a promise or is it a threat? Uh, we are DYBE pod on Instagram and you can email us at DYBE pod at gmail.com. Please write to us. We would love to hear from you. Please. please. And uh, folks, I think that's going to do it. Uh, any parting words you would like to leave our listeners with in this? Thanks the for listening. Early March. Thanks. Have a drink. On us. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
alcoholic or otherwise, you know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. just a nice LaCroix. La Honestly, I had a CBD seltzer this week mm. and it was life changing. Yeah. That was oh. so good. Yeah. Oh. Highly recommend. And you felt the, the, the intended effects? Yeah. Mm. Nice. I've been oh, fucking no. around with these, uh, these uh, sleep, sleep aids that Rita got and boy, just knocking out through the night. They're really good. Are they CBD? I'm not exactly sure. I will share after after the record. Nice. Okay. All right, folks. We will see you. No, you'll hear us next time, though. Yeah. Uh, For now, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B